0: they guys. They do magic. magic. They are the Magic Guys.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 139 of the Magic Guys, a special episode where we here answer your questions and share our stories as professional magicians. To my left, we have Doug Kahn today. Greetings. And down below, we've woken up early just for you guys. We've got Nick Kay.
2: Good morning, friends.
1: <laughs> uh, gentlemen, look, look how many everyone's in the chat today. Maybe they like this, uh, this earlier start, maybe. Or maybe they're just, it's just the guests. exciting it, it's day. I, guest.
0: You know, I shared the news on the socials. We got some guests today and cool stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And look, now, we're going to get straight into it. But Doug, I feel like you had something you were going to.
0: I'm just saying that not like we're not cool enough just being us. But, you know, a little (laughs) extra spice now and again is
1: gooder. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to open up our introduction. And ladies and gentlemen, this guy, let me just say first, like, you know, I feel like he made rubber bands cool, at least for me back then, like still to this day, one of his effects, which I'm going to bring up is like in my working set. And, uh, you know, this guy we've been all learning from at some point or another, And then not only that, but he's like responsible for most of the like TV magic shows, uh, theater shows that you see, because he's had, he's, you know, put his touch on it in some place or another. And currently, we just talked about it the other week that, uh, you know, one of the world's biggest stars he's currently touring with, and he's live with us right now from another crazy country, which he'll tell us about. I love this. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Marcus Eddy. We've got him in the flesh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Life I, uh, is real. Zooming in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's up, everyone? How you doing?
1: Oh, it is a pleasure to have you here, my friend. Tell us where you are right now, because I I appreciate you even being out to be here. <laughs> uh, right now, I am uh, uh,
3: in Amsterdam. I feel like I'm actually in yesterday already because the time change. Time change is crazy right now. So I'm still getting used to it, but uh, yeah, we're here in Amsterdam. How
0: cool is that? Wow. Where are you today? Well, I'm in Amsterdam today. You know. How long <laughs> are you in Amsterdam? Are, are you doing like a couple of days, a week? What's what's your situation?
3: Yeah, right now we're doing a rehearsal. So our mm-hmm. rehearsals will be for a few days for the second leg of the tour. And uh, we leave here on the 28th. 28th is the actual show. Uh, so after that show, then uh, we head out to
1: uh, a different location.
0: you just jet set.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. And, of course, we're talking about uh, 50 Cent's world tour right now. Yeah, the final lap tour. Man, are you coming to Australia? Because I've got my tickets to see that show.
3: Yes, definitely. Yes, uh, we'll be there. Uh, I'm I'm super excited about it. Uh, Now, I've I've been all over this world, you know, from being an Air Force kid and and the different projects that I've been a part of. And fortunately, a lot of these places that we're going to, first time. So, Australia will be the first time I'm there. Super excited to go. And nice. really I'm going for you, i ja. am I'm I'm going for you. That's, that's <laughs> the only reason.
1: Appreciate it. I'll bring the uh the veggie mite for you to try, as oh, it oh, does.
3: Down. I'm down. I'm so down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, there's gonna be this level of excitement where it's like, you know, fitty set is coming, like, screw fitty
3: set, Marcus like, Eddie's Marcus coming. Marcus Eddie's coming. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you guys. I'll you take Fox that. I'll out. embrace that here <laughs> in my heart space.
1: <laughs> that's right. The I'm,
0: I'm looking at this schedule. It's amazing. What, a, what an amazing adventure you're you're on with this. Yeah.
3: Crazy. Uh, su- super fortunate. Super fortunate uh, to be a part of this. You know, I had to, because of all the pro- uh, projects that I do, I'll do a project. And then as soon as it's done, I pretty much forget about it and move it to the next project. Get Literally, uh, before I came out here um, on our last show, before we came out here, I had to stop myself, look around <laughs> at the setting and Remind myself of how blessed I am. I had to like that was the first time I think I've done that during a project because in the project it's not even over yet, right? So, so I had to stop myself and just be grateful for where I'm at right now because yeah, yeah, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, which all my opportunities are, but uh, I just haven't taken the time to stop and embrace where I'm at at any given moment. So uh, I'm glad I actually did that because now I'm going to take every single day on this tour um, that seriously because one day the tour is going to be over and I don't want the tour to be over and just forget all of the memories that I have just because I know, you know, maybe there may be something else coming down, uh, Mm -hmm. down the pipeline. So I just have to be patient with myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, and, in, in the situation and be grateful for every moment that I'm in. Well, here's the thing about like people's magic careers
2: and so forth, where it takes, I mean, you as a creative is like, you're so unique because you're working on project from project, but then, I don't know how many people go through their life going, you know what? I really aspire to be someone who tours with these world-class, amazing acts doing sold-out arenas, and I'm going to mm-hmm. be this magic consultant. How did you
3: get there? Wow. Uh, I'm still trying to figure that out, by the way. I, I'm still <laughs> I'm in it, yet still trying to figure. Yeah. That is a
0: great question. Uh, <laughs> how do you end up what, – what, what is – how does magic fit in the world of 50 cents? Can you explain
2: like, yeah, that it briefly? You know, was it was, was, like, did he bump into you at a bar and be like, you know what I need? I need this guy. This guy in
3: my toe. You know? So uh, I was in yeah. Texas, uh, and, and that's where I'm from. And I was working on a secret project that, you know, yes, it is secret for a reason, but you all know <laughs> about this project after the tour. Um, so I was almost finished with this project, and I get a call, and the person was like, hey, Marcus, do you know anyone who would be you know interested in you know working with magic on the 50 Cent tour? And in my head, like like <laughs> me, 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 as, as a consultant, I, I'm immediately thinking for people. I'm like, okay, what it could be this per wait a minute. Yeah. Hey, I can do this. <laughs> like here, let me do it. So I'm like, here, I can actually do this. And um, the reason why this even came to in, in front of me was because. I actually had a hip hop magic act where, where where I did a whole magic act and I was rapping. Uh Ooh. I'm also an MC as well. So uh I, I actually put you know these we two worlds lay some together. We uh, yeah. lay some Marcus, we have to lay Uh-oh. some bars. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey, you said it. Um and, and, and I won a couple of awards competing in uh um, in this act and so that's why I, I've, I've kind of been known for this. What did and you? What did you win? I,
0: Speak on that for a minute. What what nice. award-winning act do you possess?
3: Yes. Uh, so uh, in Texas, uh, Texas Association yeah, of Magicians. Maybe. I was just there. I was at the. Team. <laughs> it ran, love it. Right. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, i actually won uh two two uh two awards one for there and then yeah. one for the uh sam uh, magic commission and, and they were both in oh, Texas. national
0: award those are both honor honorable contests so yes, okay I mean, it's not like you're yeah i won the uh ring 36. Weekly,
3: <laughs> a, a, a weekend shenanigan. You've you been there too. That's crazy. The ring thirty six weekend shenanigans, you, like you like got, that. got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, um it, it, in, it and actually, so the first time was in two thousand nine uh, uh, when I won the first one. That was for the SAM one. And uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Austin City Limits, the actual building, the original building. Um, yeah. That oh, yeah. that contest was the last thing that was in that building before um, there was no more uh, Austin City Limits. So it was cool. It was also another cool moment to to have won it in they that. They did the venue. contest
0: in that venue. Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that was cool. like, one of the last uh, events before uh, there was no more.
0: Yeah.
3: And then the second one was in Texas Association of Magicians in uh, 2010. And then after that, I started to. I, I, I kind of put that act aside because usually um I, I mean, I mean uh, I'll, I'll accomplish something and then I'll once again I'll move on to something else because you know I've, I, you know I've actually you know had my experience in that so I actually put that act aside um, one because I didn't want to lessen either one of the two right so uh, yes I'm an MC and yes I'm a magician I decided to put them together and it was a success but then I started to I guess, maybe overthink things and then uh, decided to focus more on just the magic at a point and then the, let the music be its own thing. Because uh, I, I'm always the one to say that you'll learn more about me, 100 percent more about me if you listen to the, my music that I do uh, other, other than magic. You know, magic, we we create these um Things from our imagination, which, which, which yes, can be uh, the truth, but if you really want to know something about me, it would be like from my music. So I didn't want to tarnish one or the other, um, especially on the music side. So I just decided to separate them again and just, and just keep going with the magic. But, um, and then uh, I was fortunate enough to have that come full circle when um Mervant, uh, an, an amazing magician on Merrick's got talent, uh, he contacted me and I was able to kind of resurrect the, that feeling that I had, you know, mixing the two together by helping him uh, on on his act. Um but yeah, I I I don't regret, you know, separating those two things. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm on a different path right now, uh, when but did you I'm beginning
0: releasing yeah. magic to the community. Um you had that quite was, a few items available.
3: Man. Oh, tons. Uh, yeah. The very first thing that I released on my own was in 2007. 2007. Um, and then I guess the the first thing people would know me for would be 2008 when I released five with uh, Daniel Garcia. Oh,
1: yeah. A boy, Daniel yeah. Garcia. Shout out to yeah. my yeah. can, can uh, boy. Oh, can I just say in that project, it rocked my world because I believe that's the s- series where you taught Raw Linkage. Is that right?
3: Yeah, pretty yeah, raw linkage stairway and, and
1: fresh. Yeah, bro, stairway, so raw, good. Raw raw linkage is in my like main sets at like for my full time working corporate magician performing. Raw linkage nice. is like the the stuff, man. So thank God you invented that. But also like, nice. how you know what's so funny though is it's so convoluted, you know, to learn. <laughs> Like it looks so perfect, but that, you know, getting into it is like so convoluted. I learned from you, but I can't actually show like my magician friend how to do it because I don't know how to explain how to do it. I just, my hands just know what to do. (laughs) Like I can't slow it down. And so how did you even come up with that? For example? Nice.
3: Um, so I was, this was 2006, uh, when I first (laughs) came up with it and I was, um, you know, first of all, my rubber band uh, magic came from Dan Harlan, Joe Reinflash. Uh Dan Harlan w- w- was the first person who I really saw do rubber band magic uh, when I was a youth. And, and um, I think without
0: Dan, none of us are doing rubber band tricks, right?
3: Say that again. Say yeah. that again. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, say that again. I need yeah, without Dan, none of us okay. have the game. elastic <laughs> around our band. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to Dan Harlan. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, you know, uh, and definitely saw the classic, you know, uh, linking rubber bands. Um, you know, uh, Chris oh, yeah. um, Kenner, uh of course. Missing link, I believe it was called. That's my favorite. And, one. Um, yes, yeah, classic. So I was messing around, and I was a security guard at the time, uh, believe it or not. Uh, and, and so I'm sitting in the office, not being a security guard, just literally <laughs> this, you know playing rubber bands. You know, so was not Lots doing of my free job. time to practice. <laughs> And um, the the whole idea of, you know, like the missing link, like, you know, everything is so tight. You know, there's a lot of tension and everything. And so I, I just wanted something uh, loose. Um, so I, I, I yeah. wanted just to be able to have a loose band, go ahead and touch and connect it. And then there you go. In fact, uh, let, me, let me get, let me see if I can find some bands here. What? Uh,
1: uh, just for people uh, who know he, Here's some I prepared already. No, no, no. no you Marcus, do it. It. It's, it's better. We got. It's no, better here, if you do it. Yeah. Here's the, yeah. Put Marcus
0: on. Here's where we do this. Boom.
3: Here we go. Oh, boom! I like that. Boom. Full screen. Get Josh off so, the screen before
0: he fouls um, them
3: up. There you go. Uh, I'm not sure you, you can detail the difference between the the blue oh, yeah. and the green. You can actually. And, and and what I would do is I would have someone just let me open this up a bit. Perfect. They would touch anywhere they want to on this band right here. So let's just say they touch right about there. And you would have the bands. You just touch. And actually, yeah, look. i actually link.
0: Okay, now that's my favorite. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> right at the spot where they touched it right there. Someone else can hold it and, and they can grab onto it. But you can Beautiful. literally just pluck wow. it right through off again. And and, and there, there's a whole sequence uh, uh, that I did create uh, that I created, but I actually like just going on and off as opposed to, you know, going through the other band. And, and I like everything. the
0: idea um, of offering yeah. them the band to hold as it yes. penetrates off. That's a good yeah. moment.
3: Uh, uh, as much as I can, I try to get people involved in everything. Uh, I think that interactivity uh, with the audience is something that will be unforgettable for them, yeah. you know. Uh, they get to actually participate in something that they've seen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I, I think it would resonate with them more. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, uh, like once again, as, as I'm sitting down and going through the different configurations of how to make that happen, you know, Josh, um, mm-hmm. I, I would just plan around, playing around. And then I it, that, that moment kind of snapped on me. It's like, oh, wait, I think I'm on to something. But yes, for those who know, that method uh, that I just showed you is very – it's a long way to get there. You know, um, is, is, a lot of practice is how if I got you're that.
0: Is that a student? And is it something you, you'd want to promote currently? Like you want to say you could get that here?
3: Uh, sorry, say that again?
0: For, is this available for the modern students? So someone wants yes, to so learn
3: yes. this trick. Definitely. You can go to Theory 11 right now and mm-hmm. get that from 5. It, it's not its own individual download. Oh. It's from the, the Project 5. Is that the only um, the way to get is, it? Then? Um, say it again? That's the only way to get it? Currently, currently, um, there is, after this tour, I have something that I'm about to do. Oh, headphone out! I'm releasing some brand new magic. Uh, by Ooh. the way, um, it's been a long time since I've released uh, yeah, some magic. Yeah, that and um, yeah. that there's gonna be a whole rubber band project of the some m- rubber band magic you've never seen before, and oh. uh, that, that I've been holding on to for so, so long. And my reasoning for that is. I've been holding on to magic like so much magic, and uh, like I haven't released anything in quite a few years um, because because at one point I got jaded. This is a whole different subject now. Uh, I kind of got jaded into magic about two years ago, Um, seeing all the magic that was coming out in the magic market. I was just kind of um, kind of bum if that makes any sense. Um, Because at that point, people were just kind of releasing magic, I think, I believe, just for money's sake, and I I didn't want to get down in that that same path. Um, I, I think there was one project that I released before I got to this realization. That I was not happy with because I only released it because I needed the funds at the time, right? So I actually quickly pulled it uh, after I released it, and then kind of went inward <laughs> into um, to realize what am I actually doing this for? What am I actually creating magic for? And so I took I took a little break, and then and then that's when all the TV work started coming in. I started doing a lot of consulting for other people, and that kind of fueled me more than creating magic for people.
0: What What's the first move uh, yeah. into that direction?
3: You're a creator, into the you're releasing
0: magic to the community. And then how do you pivot into marketing yourself as a consultant?
3: Um that uh, I have to give uh most of that credit to Danny Garcia. Uh Danny Garcia oh, is yeah. the one who brought me in uh into like really into the magic world. Um, because he Were y'all hanging is the one out who, in
0: Texas? Uh, from, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, in Texas. Are, are you from uh, wait, Houston back. too. Let's say it again. You from Houston as well? Uh, no, no, I, I'm from Austin. From Austin. Austin. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a long story. I'm an Air Force kid. So I was originally born in Abilene, Texas. The next day I moved to Florida. So yeah, so that began my whole journey of moving around. But I ended yeah. up in Austin. That's the longest I've been anywhere. All right. And uh met Danny Garcia. And, uh, you know, he was, uh, what, about 13? I was 15 years old. And we were just little kids, you know, creating magic. And we realized that. Not, not a lot of people were creating original magic. And so we got together and and that was the thing. Wow. Uh, speed forward to 2008, you know, he actually was going to Vegas to film a project on his own with Theory 11. He brought me along and that was the first experience that people got to see of me. And so from then on, uh, like, you know, most of the time, if he had a project, he would bring me on. And that is when consulting, uh, creating for other people uh, became a thing. Now consulting is a totally different thing. I used to think that just being on these projects uh, consulting is just, hey, you create magic for TV, which is not. That, that, is a, that is a totally different thing. You are a magic creator for TV. A consultant is someone who will look at an um, entertainer's act. Uh, who they are and then shape something specifically for them, which is a totally different, uh, totally different monster um, than just creating magic for someone. I do that as well still for these people. But to actually know the person, to actually figure out uh, what they like uh, and, and how to make the their their magic or whatever they're doing uniquely them is the challenge. And so that's why. I think most people say they are magic consultants, but I don't think they understand what it really takes uh, to be a magic consultant. Um, Anyone can learn, but yeah, it's just, you know, uh, just creating magic for someone I think is a totally different thing. Yeah, I love that so much because a lot of times when I've worked with people
2: in the past, like when I've been writing shows, we're like, oh, let me help you. I'm going to direct your show, whatever else. There's nothing worse than you have like your own style or technique or the way you present things. And then you work alongside someone who you hold in high regard, but rather than them identifying who you are and accentuating mm. the magician you are, they just go, you should do it the way I would.
3: Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, there is, I have to stop myself sometimes because uh, <laughs> b- because sometimes what, the things that I am pitching to someone are things obviously coming from me, right? It, it's coming from my imagination. Hey, it would be cool if you did this. And I have to sometimes stop myself and remind them, hey, I'm mentioning this, but once again, this this is this is your uh, this is your event. This is your um, thing that you're taking on. Here is what I would think would be an amazing idea. And I'm I'm just I'm very careful not to uh, force my ideas on anyone. I will mention something and see if it fits with them or resonates
1: with them. It's what you're saying that you couldn't get 50 to do rubber band magic on stage. So, coming up on the second half of the tour, what we're going to yeah. do is he's going to have another. Can you talk a bit about what you're doing yeah.
3: in
0: that regard with this show? Like, what magic is happening?
3: Yeah, so I can't talk too much uh, about all the things. Um, So you know, as people are filming it it, in social media, uh, you know, you know, it you know, the cat's out of the bag at that point. I I was very fortunate to have uh, one of the pieces uh, start to become viral. So starting to become really viral, which is the uh, the quick changes, Um, and it was. It, it was crazy to see because I, I don't think I've had like a viral moment. You know, I, I've had viral moments in magic, but outside of magic, it's just it's just very strange to see this. Mm. Um, but yeah, I have a uh, feeling
0: but- if you applied yourself to the medium, you would crush it.
3: Because look <laughs> yeah. at
0: you, you're so affable. <laughs> Like I want to hang out with you.
3: Let's yeah. go, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and, and that's and that's why we're doing it right now. But yeah, afterwards let's do that.
1: Let's imagine all the hangs. <laughs> imagine if that quick. Imagine if that quick change. You you release that as like you know dress code 5.0 or something. <laughs> the so, world so would just I, lose I, their mind. <laughs> I've had people actually contact me after that. Uh, uh, you know, trying to see if,
3: if they can do that, and um, wow. you, you know with. Well yeah I mean uh it's uh, and, and shout out to um Arcadio and Solange for the original concept of that and um i I, I just went in and kind of redesigned it to um to to make it more realistic for the environment that I'm in and and shout out to jamie Jamie as well uh she was on our team, she's the one who helped me get my idea in, in to be a become a realization so uh if she's watching, which I, I know she probably is, I don't know, I know she is, but yes, yeah, sure, yeah, shout out to you. <laughs> um we, we, like like you know it, it takes a village to, to do everything that we're doing and so it, it you know i can't take 100 percent of the credit uh but yes there you go
1: <laughs> yeah we just had um alex boyer in the chat earlier he said oh, i man. can tr- I, he just said i can i can truly say that some of the best memories is hanging out with marcus he's so inspiring and love you guys can nice. you tell us like what's the most annoying thing about alex boyer
3: so just one thing you, you know. This man is sexy. This man is just so beautiful, and I try to is. attain that kind of level. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, no, oh. Alex is amazing. Um, yeah, I, I was very fortunate to work with him, Chris Ramsey, um, uh, Eric Leclaire, and uh, Wes Barker on the trick um, energy, big trick energy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that was fun, amazing experience, and they all have become brothers. Uh, so it's uh, shout out to Alex, man. I love Alex, yeah. man. <laughs> Wow, so, so Alex, can do you, no wrong in my eyes? There you go. Mm. Well, who Just else in the magic simple. realm?
2: Who else in the magic realm have you worked with? I mean, I, I believe
3: you worked with uh, was it Justin Wilman as well? You worked alongside. Yes. Um, yeah, I did uh, season one and three of Magic for Humans, uh, and there's something special nice. else coming up, which uh, mm-hmm. I can't speak on. And then David Blaine was the was the first major uh, person that that I worked with. Uh, worked on. Um, Beyond Magic and the Magic Hour, so uh, those two specials with him, and Damn. that was that's gotta
0: help the the you know the promo file. You're like, yeah, yeah I'm a consultant. I've consulted <laughs> David Blaine.
3: Yeah, from yeah. there
0: you're hired, right? I mean, it's like <laughs> that's a good place I mean, to go. It,
3: it, I, I'm still in a little bit of disbelief on, on how these things <laughs> are unfolding. Um, but yes, it, it, it's it's always an honor to be able to. Uh, be looked at for, for any kind of work but to be looked at by these you know these giants in, in, in the field that I love so much is is, is completely incredible I have uh, a also, also DMC I have to say DMC um, uh, oh, uh, on yeah, uh, Netflix yeah. which is uh, he had a Netflix special called Death by Magic that yeah. was also an amazing experience
1: that was so cinematic to watch um yeah, really different style of of yeah. magic special, really nice to watch. Yeah. and I feel like you know you, you know a consultant's doing well when you never hear about them. Like nice. <laughs> in the in the mainstream, you know. It's just I like think so. I, I think so. Yeah, like you never hear of Danny Garcia until a photo pops up of like him working on something, you know, and yeah. likewise with you. You see I've I remember seeing clips pop up of you with David Blaine, you with yeah, with everyone Willman and now 50 and you just like, you're just like casually like, oh yeah, I'm on this tour. It's pretty awesome. And I'm just yeah. like, we here. Like we talked about it on the podcast. I'm like, oh, freaking hell. I, you know, my, my, uh, my fiance bought me tickets to see the show. And now I'm seeing that the magician that I grew up learning from, you know, is like working on this. It's pretty crazy. And so I feel like these days, yeah, people who are creating a magic series or, or um, production are like, all right, we need, who does everything else? <laughs> who does all the other yeah. shows? All right. Get me Danny, get me Marcus. <laughs> I feel like that's how uh, the conversation happens these days.
3: <laughs> yeah, and so I feel like um, as a consultant, and, and I can't speak for anybody else, um, uh, I, I believe Danny may, may feel the same way. It's not about me. It's not about me at all. So um, that, that's why I kind of am in the background. Um, you know, like, like you know, for one, you never outshine the master, right? But 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 for, for me, the, the main, the, really the main thing is, if if you're hiring me or you want me to help you on a project of yours, at that moment, it becomes it's not about me at all. I'm trying to figure out every single thing that I can do to, to make sure that you are get, getting to the level that you want to. And maybe even beyond by looking into things that you didn't even realize about yourself, uh, that in one conversation I can I can see. Uh, a lot of different things about you that you may not even believe in yourself uh, about, or or, or even recognizing yourself, and then we, then we can now take you to a level that you didn't even realize that you would reach. So that comes with putting your ego aside. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I definitely believe. Uh, you know, you know, back to what you're saying, Doug. I, you know, if I really were to tackle social media, uh, I, I could I could be all over the place, but. For one, I enjoy my privacy. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yes, mm-hmm. the magic community knows me, but um, but I love to be able to walk anywhere I want to and, and not uh-huh. have the spotlight on me. But really, I believe I was here put on this earth to be of service to other people. So if, if I can elevate or uplift anybody, then that is what I love to do. So love it's not it. about me. That the, the moment we talk, it's not about me anymore. It's about you and everything that I can do to help you.
0: Hey, I've got something well, you can help me with. Your oh, trick empty. It. I want to do okay. your trick, and I can't find it. I can't find the instructions. How yeah. do I learn empty?
3: So empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Empty was the first project uh, in that field of making a deck of cards appear. I mean, right now I'm on. Uh, uh reload which is the last thing you saw so it was empty reload. loaded and then reload it is the thing that uh that didn't fool us uh that fooled them um Should I I- I google reload? <laughs> later on <Say> it again
0: Should <laughs> i google me- reload marcus so reload
3: is currently out of stock. Um, ah. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I make all those by hand. And, oh, um, oh, here's, here's there, the Marcuselli
0: website. You have to yes,
3: uh, yeah, it's out of stock. It's out of stock right now.
1: Which they uh, need but there to, is uh... good news on that.
3: Very good news on that coming up. Uh, it, but the, all like all these things are happening after the tour, though. So yes, reload will be back in stock in a different form. You'll Ooh. love it. You'll love
2: it. <laughs> When you're working on so many projects, there's obviously this amazing level of secrecy, Marcus. But you, I guess you would only be permitted to share things that are your own. And the question I have for you, is there anything that you could give us or share with us about what you have coming up for yourself that we could get a little excited about?
3: Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, there is. Uh, I am, I'm done holding back. Uh, these magic ideas that I have I feel like you know you know it's that phrase you know I'm paraphrasing you know um, I don't want to die with the music inside me right so 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 now um, I I have so many magic ideas in like notebooks and, and things I've just kind of just kind of guarded and kept safe and like you know um, out of fear of being you know like people taking this idea you know it's my idea it's it's not about that anymore um, I put my ego aside and under and I'm starting to understand that Yes, I won't be here forever, and if all these ideas are just, you know, in with in me only, then no no one's going to benefit from it. Uh, benefit from it. So I, I want the next generation of magicians to see these techniques, these uh, this technology that I have in, in my head to be able to take that and then elevate that, you know, to something new, something that even I didn't recognize. So that being said, um, I'm compiling at the moment. Uh, a bunch of unreleased magic that I have. Um a project in its own will be rubber band magic, uh rubber band magic. And then another project is all the things that you've never seen um that you know that I've worked with other people on uh that uh that I can you know finally start releasing and a bunch, a bunch of new magic. I'm trying to figure out what format is. I I know the rubber band stuff will be in a video format because my magic is, is that like, like you kind of <laughs> need someone to to, to show mm. you these things as opposed to writing in a book. But then I think I am going to do a book with uh, all my crazy ideas, mm, all my eleva- um, elevation of uh, concepts. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Hey, shout out to Danny. Shout out to Danny.
1: There you go. <laughs> Danny, Danny says, I'm buying everything.
3: So let's go. <laughs> Danny's my brother, man. Danny's my brother. Uh, we actually met uh, on this tour, and but we have known each other since time and spaces all combined i don't know i'm doing my hands but i like this this is fun
2: (laughs) (laughs) so what i'm curious about mike is when you create things uh when you're in uh, on a project working alongside people when you create stuff what happens to that intellectual property so i'm curious when you're working with willman and you're coming up with ideas ideas that either like end up on the you know the cutting room floor or Mm -hmm. don't get you know like does whose intellectual property does it become is it yours Is it his? Like, if I hired you to work with me for one whole year and you made so many ideas, are they mine forever? How does it Mm -hmm. work, Marcus? And if, and if you're gonna get into consulting someday, like, is there something we should say? Like,
3: okay, look, whatever you don't use is mine. Like, like yeah. So I, um, I, yeah, I mean, anything that that I create, uh, it is my intellectual property. Um, Now, if someone, if if I were to do something. Uh, and that someone uses it in the show, it, you know, if it's not in the contract, obviously if it's in the contract, it's in the contract. Uh, but but that has never been in my contract. If someone else sees that and like, oh, can can we do something like you did uh, with Justin on that one special? I would not do that because me personally, me personally, but between me and the artist, it, 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 it is theirs, right? Um, if you want something similar to that, then I will create something brand new. Uh, to, like, like which speaks to the thing that you want. Um, I've been very fortunate to not have any shortage of ideas. So it, it, it's one of those things where I've been creating magic for so long that if you tell me that you want to do something, then I can quickly <laughs> come up with five different methods right away. Then we oh, start man. to whittle down these methods into something that is uniquely you. And maybe out of all those methods, uh, I mean, because there's, there's only a few ways to do everything that you're asking. So I just quickly, Hey, hey, Marcus, uh, can I make a elephant appear in the middle of Times Square? Boom. OK, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. And Oh, we can do this. Now, and that is in a second, right? Now, if you give me a little bit of time, you know, uh, then now I can whittle down and or create something unique based on all those methods uh, that I've done in the past and just how my imagination works. I can now just kind of craft something unique for you. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about all these things. Okay, this has been done before. This has been done before. Oh, actually, no one has done this before. What if I add this with, oh, man, what about this? Yeah, and and so like, this is all just kind of going in my head pretty quick. And um, so, yeah, that speaks to that. But as far as anything um, intellectual property, that's what this other project is going to be. This book that, that, that I'm thinking about putting together is... All the things you've never seen. So all the things that have been on the cutting room floor, uh, because with every project I'm creating, like 50 different tricks. Not all of those tricks are, are included in these specials. So uh, there's a ton of magic out there that that no one has seen, and I'm super excited about that.
1: Wow! And do you have any? Do you have any uh, crazy stories from <clears throat> consulting that you're able to talk about? Like oh, where come things. Come on, every like night
0: with 50 cent. There's probably a gosh. crazy story. Uh, come on.
3: So so many stories. <laughs> yeah, Vinny. Um, let me think um anything specific
1: or like uh, you're about to do the show and you've just realized a major part of the thing to oh work isn't and you've got to recreate Talk something on the fly how many or, times you know. alex
0: boyer took his pants off on uh, <laughs> <laughs> full trip. Well, actually that's more eric Leclerc's skit he's, he's the one that the pants on
3: fair enough fair enough um uh, so speaking to what you just said like once again I, I can't speak too much on the happenings behind the scene mm-hmm. uh but Imagine that there's something that happens every single night, <laughs> pretty much with every production I've been on. There, there has been something that we didn't account for, or something that happens last second where I, I had to kind of jump in and think very fast in order to make the magic happen. Um, so, without yeah, once again, I, I can't I, I can't speak on too much of the specifics, but. My experience in magic has been one that um, that has allowed me to think fast. Uh, like, like you know, once again, just like if you wanted me, if you wanted to create something, I can think of five quick methods. If something goes wrong, which <laughs> you know, a lot of times the, uh, the a lot of times things go wrong, I can quickly in that same time span create like five different solutions. Like, is like there oh, we need a cop for that. Let's do, do this. Have let's, have do this, this let's do this.
0: Is there some? Um, is there like or? You know, I feel that the the effort of being creative, yes, makes you more creative. So as years go uh, on, yes. it's probably evolved where <clears throat> you just do it. But oh, maybe yeah, rewind yeah. your brain ten years and
2: yeah, and 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 following on from that, like what happens when yeah. you get stuck? Because I have so many things I'm stuck with, like just yeah.
3: stuck. Like uh, yeah, what yeah. What do you mean? mean uh, what do you mean he, st- he, stuck? He, out? he
1: doesn't. That that's not a thing in his brain. Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What do you mean it does
2: not compute
1: now, uh, it, it, okay. So, so, so okay. to answer Doug and, and Nick
3: at the same time, oh, I'm sorry, what are you gonna
2: say? Yeah, yeah well, okay, okay, so when you're stuck, so for example, like in like when I like to create, I like to create with restriction, and okay. you know, so if, if for example, if I was going to vanish a coin, yes, you can yes. do it with, with, a, with a French drop, but then you might go, okay, I want to do it with uh my sleeves up and mm-hmm. I want to be able to show my hand back and forth and I want to be able to do a spin, and you just cannot see it. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you create restrictions so that you can elevate the trick. So there's stuff that I have in mind there, um, that, that I've been working on for ages and ages and ages. And I've bounced ideas off like people like Nick Lawrence and a couple other friends that we have, and they're just gone, that's a good idea. And they give me a little nudge in the right direction. But like you you talk about stuff and it's just like, oh, and I just make it happen. It's like surely you get to a point where it's like <laughs> I wanted to do it this way, and I can't. But it doesn't seem to be in your vernacular. Like
3: what? So, so okay. So I'm gonna go backwards. I'm, I'm gonna address what you said, Nick, and then go back to the uh, in, in in the same in the same breath. So, me personally, there are no restrictions. Um, I, I, I do not operate on restrictions first. If you want a coin to vanish, I'm going to think of ways to do it in the most Amazing, possible. I'm already thinking, hey, it's gonna. It has to be sleeves up. It has to be out in the open. It has to be just in the palm of my hand, blowing it, and it's gone. Like, like I, I start there, and then, then the restrictions are placed upon it when, when as becoming coming up with methods. But I never restrict myself on ideas. If, if I feel like if you're restricting yourself on ideas, you're already doing a disservice to yourself, and you are, um, you're not allowing your brain to create that magic nation or that magic that you're actually trying to uh, fulfill people. Now, this all, Doug, um, uh, this all actually started, um, yeah, because I'm an Air Force kid. I grew up overseas and uh, five years old, uh, the classic story, five years old, I get this magic uh, uh, set for my parents and I was in love with the idea of what magic was, but you know, I, I didn't know that there was magicians, magic books uh, uh, that you can learn from. And so I would watch like a Copperfield special and try to recreate the things that I saw um, by cutting open toy boxes and whatnot and, and, and creating what I thought magic was. And this was all before knowing that, you know, there's a process. Uh, there are books that you can learn from. So at, when I was able to, and it's all from my, 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 my imagination. And then when I actually got around magicians and uh, went to a magic club when they saw the methods that I was using, there were, you know, unconventional methods, you know, you know, these are not traditional things that that you would read a book. And that's why I believe word got out about me, about my, me creating is because I actually didn't know that there was a whole world uh, that was already there for me. I was just creating what I thought magic was. And so that's why these ideas come to me. Uh, uh, I feel like that that's why they come to me easy. And, uh, but I also believe that I was also, here to do this i was here to be a creative in whatever capacity magic just happened to be the one thing that uh people uh, have noticed for me
1: we're just sitting here in awe now <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was just yeah. me too i'm just like yeah. man who's guy talking this guy yeah
1: what, what right. <laughs> do you, yeah do you do you have an everyday carry like is there magic that you're enjoying doing for uh it's you know, bands it's
3: bands right now like anything bands it's um mm. i i Whenever, and shout out to everyone, you know, uh, shout out to every magician who, who who does magic and wants to share with people. Um, I'm not the one to come out and bring out a deck of cards and just start, you know, doing flourishes and whatnot. Um, literally, people will not know that I'm a magician until maybe like years after they meet me or, or a very long time. I never leave with that. And I think that came with being an Air Force kid because I had to like meet people. I had to learn how to meet people. And whereas, um, you know, some people would use their talents as a crutch to meet people, me, I, I, I had to learn just to be like, hey, hi Marcus, you know, and, and just start talking. Right. And so I never led with magic. And then all of a sudden, magical things start happening around you. Right. Uh, or around me. And that's when you would know I was a magician. So that um, and, and that goes back to the everyday carry. So. I don't bring out traditional uh, props uh, whenever I'm, I'm doing magic. I will always have bands around me. People, you know, carry about bands around their wrist for for whatever reason. So mm-hmm. if I see someone with a band around their wrist, th- then you know that's my opportunity to grab that and do something really quick with it. Um, I love doing magic with ordinary objects because I think that in my in my world, in my opinion, uh, that is more magical than bringing out a known magical mm-hmm. prop. And Marcus doesn't do need everyday
0: carry. He just makes something up on the
3: spot. It's a great exercise. Yeah, literally, uh, that is what I love to do is look around it, anywhere I'm at. It, I'll, I'll find something like, okay, I can do something with that, I can do something with that, I can do something with these and those plural. So yeah. Um, my everyday carry is everything that's around me. Do you, give, you, do you like, give yourself creative challenges, kind of like the
2: way Fitzky does in the book? You know what I mean, like. Definitely. It, and and oh, oh, great! So, like, could you share what that creative process is like? And and like, is there something that we can adopt and 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 come up
3: with stuff like? Definitely, definitely. So, how do you, how do, you do it? Yeah, the just like I said, you know, I, I'll go somewhere and look at what's around me, and the idea is to <clears throat> so room key. Here we go. I'll, I'll look at a room key. And the thing about um, trying to create magic from things that are around you is to, first of all, look at the properties of that card. So, okay, room key. Um, it's stiff. It's, sorry, it's known to be stiff. So, it, it's, And it's a little bit flexible. So you can use that um, to, to your benefit. Let's see. Um, it's lightweight. It is, you know, uh, the size of it and everything. So now I'm looking at all the properties. So now once you identify all the properties of that object and that that everybody knows now, we can start to change these uh, these properties against them. Now, if I were to have, I'm just freestyling right here, uh, and so this won't be <laughs> this won't be good. But now, if I do a photocopy of this, and and, and now it's just a a, a, um, a thin sheet of paper where people know the room keys are thick. Now I'm playing on your perception of what of the objects. You already know this is. Um, so so now I can bend it in certain ways. I can rip it in certain ways where you can't essentially do that with this. So basically, I take the uh, the properties of the object that I'm doing, and then I can change it to work against you. Um, you, know, it, you know, it sounds like, sounds negative in that way, but, but at least you understand what I'm saying. Um, I'm playing on your perception of the object that you are familiar with. Um, that is the beginning, the first start of making something that people know into something that Is not known.
2: Mm. (laughs) Randy just asked, do you think creativity can be learned or some people are born with it as a gift of being creative?
3: Uh, I believe that for me, I was born, like like I said, uh, with that gift. But yes, definitely, uh, you can can learn anything. Um, And and, and just that little thing that I just told you about looking at your world differently, basically. Um, Look at the world as everyone sees it and then put a spin on it i'm envisioning a world that makes you ahead of the game
0: i'm envisioning a world where parents encourage their children to make magic tricks from cereal boxes instead of play video games on their nintendo and then maybe everyone has a better creative muscle so i bet you have some sweet moms and dads in your life
3: Oh definitely oh oh uh, my parents are my biggest fans and shout out to them um Mm -hmm. and, and, and to that point that you just said I feel like it, it needs, you need someone to actually do that. You're like, you know, yeah, in, in that example do. that you just gave, um, you need someone to say, <laughs> Hey, look, I, uh, in, instead of reading, uh, and, and looking at the cereal box, uh, as you're eating cereal, what if you cut open that box and fold yeah. it this way and, and now you can have this trick. So now it, it's getting uh, children. Uh, so b- b- by the way, first of all, I believe magic belongs to the children. Right. Um, I think the older you get, the more the world starts to tell you its rules and, and, and how the world should be, done. you know, nine to fives. You're, you're, you know, the the white picket is all these good things. Right. But as a kid, you're free to dream. You're free to be whoever you want to. At that moment, if you're interested in magic, that is when everything I believe you should be subjected to that um, so that your imagination can run free. Um yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? You know, have a project where, and, and now this is for anybody. Uh, why not create a project for 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 the, the youth? Uh, you know, to be inspired by magic as, at an early age. Uh, something for them. You, you know, yes, the traditional things that they need to learn in magic, but a creative uh, project for kids to to learn. Now, 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 there are things out there to be creative, like KiwiCo. I don't know if you've heard about that. It, like, you know, where kids uh, learn. Um, uh, STEM projects, you know, was it science, technology, engineering? Um, I forgot what the A was. And math. Uh, yeah. So like, so projects like that that are created for children to fuel their imagination, I think is, is what's necessary. And a magic project like that, Doug, would be, uh, would be great to fuel that creative process. Do you see the imaginations of
2: kids uh, as time has gone on, how slowly diminish? Cause I'm seeing that myself, especially on this side of the planet when we've got just a generation of kids that are, you know, born with technology in their pockets or as, you know, folks like our age, probably, you know, we had that luxury of riding bikes and not being <laughs> able to be cold or anything of that nature. Like, do you think that, that the creativity and imaginations of kids is, is dying slowly compared to the luxuries that we had where we didn't have these distractions?
3: So, uh, so I think at one point that I did uh, and I began to realize, okay, um, just like, where exposure is now so um, out there in, in, in on the social media at first I was bummed about that, but then I had to realize, okay, if I was a kid and wanted to learn magic, how would I learn it? Well when I did it, I had to go to a library you know um, and, and, and to learn these books and, and learn from the books um, and or just try to create for my, my own brain. I feel like you know the internet is this generation's library so yes. What? Can you say that um, yeah. again please? Yeah. for <laughs> anyone I who like who the missed internet that. is this generations library because let's be real you can research how to do uh, so much magic right now are you going to actually do it though? I mean like you, you know it's only those people who are so curious about magic that they'll research it and actually take it and make it a career. Those are the people who, who we really care about and we need and we want those people, right? Those who those who will see um crazy man's handcuffs. Will look look at a tutorial and be like, okay, now I know how to do that. That, that satisfies them, and that's it. It it it, it ends there. So I, I think magicians think that, oh my gosh, like we can't we can't allow this to get out there because now you're diminished. No, <laughs> so much of the population do not care about magic in in that regard. Only those people who actually want to learn that and then want to take it further, those are the people we want to reach anyway, right? And so the internet has become that. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised about how many people, non-magicians, would look at a, a trick, research it, see the tutorial, and then tell everybody how, how it's done. I, I, like I don't think that's a world that we really live in. I think that magicians are so guarded in the secrets that... We get upset when we see the tutorials and rightfully so. I mean, like, you know, th- these are people's creations. But if we're trying to reach the next generation of magic, this is their library. They're not going to go to this school. I mean, not necessarily, necessarily going to go to the library to research this. So how else is the next generation going to learn magic? So I had to, like, put that aside in my brain and just realize, okay... Um, it, it's okay to reach those people who are going to elevate magic to let them see the secrets. Yes, when I see a, a, a tutorial or a method, I, I do get a little bummed. I'm just like, oh, why is that out there? But I think we're overthinking about the the whole population now seeing and, and learning and and knowing how things are done. Um, I, I think that the people who are going to take that information, they need to, that, that they, they need the information. That, that's, that's Marcus as a kid who needed to mm-hmm. see how that was was done, so that I can then create some more
1: magic. So i I uh, also yeah. think that I also think that people who are watching like those TikTok sixty second videos where it just reveals, Correct. reveals, reveals, <clears throat> mm-hmm. when they see a magician in real life, like that method is hidden, so they're still Oof. blown away because it's totally different to what they just watch for three seconds. Don't you? think? Thank you so much, Josh. And
3: that, 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 that's exactly, <laughs> uh, uh, that, that was the right way to say what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> People, yes, people have this curiosity, uh, you know, to learn things and 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 they seek knowledge. But is the difference when you approach someone who really takes this craft seriously, right? Um, And it is a craft, and you know, like you you may learn uh, a guitar lick, but go and watch a John Mayer concert and, and and see that same guitar lick, and and your mind is still blown. You think you know, but you have no idea. Um until you're you're actually there. So I, I think we overthink things. I think I, I overthink things um whenever I see these tutorials, but because not everyone's gonna take that craft as serious as someone who is interested in that craft. Um, well, what
0: yeah. about this? What about when you release your project and a week later there's someone exposing your new rubber band item on a short film?
3: Yeah. Are you uh, ready like, for like, that? Like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whenever I see it, when I receive it, I, I do cringe a little bit. Um mm-hmm. But but also I have to I have to be real with myself as well. Anyone who goes to my lecture can do the same thing. Anyone who buys anything from me, you know, they feel they can do that because they pay for it. I, 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 like me trying to fight every single battle like that. I, I mean, no, I do not encourage that uh, for for, yeah. for for creators work to be stolen. But me trying to fight that battle, which I I, I tried to do earlier on, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it, it stresses me out. And I, so so I'm very fortunate to once again have a creative outlet to, to keep creating ideas. I understand not everyone is like that. Um, but to, but I feel like that's a losing battle. Um, those who are magic. Yeah, but that's magic, the
0: line, right? Like when it's commercially yeah. available or affecting right. a professional's repertoire and then mm-hmm. people choose to expose it in a public forum like TikTok right. or shorts, then maybe that's the gray area that shouldn't be played I guess
1: in. I guess it's kind of like, you know, Nike. You can buy Nike knockoff shoes, but like... Right. Does that billion-dollar company care that much, or is it like,
3: God? Oh, that's... I mean, uh, it's, uh, I, I agree with everything you're saying, Doug, and, and this is an amazing conversation. Um, there's been many ways to try to um, stop piracy in, in Magic, um, I, I, but I do feel like it's a losing battle because, once again, <laughs> I feel like the people who are actually going to take that seriously are people who should know about Magic anyway, right? Yeah. And so... Yeah um someone who's just buying it and and now, now if if they're, it's a difference if they're trying to profit from it you know mm-hmm. it's like hey they take my download and then they're actually trying to get money from it like like yeah. that's a battle that we can fight um but yeah. if 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 you're sharing knowledge it that's the i think that's almost this is a very unpopular opinion i i, I can imagine from magicians but if you're trying to share knowledge um, even though, like you know, that money is coming out of your pocket, or, 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 or it's not coming from your pocket. Like someone's, you know, utilizing it. That knowledge, I feel like you wanted that knowledge to get out there anyway, right? And mm-hmm. I'm only I'm only saying that because I'm tired of fighting that battle, mm-hmm. um, and. Me personally, this is all me. Me personally, I'm trying to get this information out there. Otherwise, I wouldn't even even, uh, revealed or or given out uh, this information. So, yeah, I hate it (laughs) whenever, especially like if you just release something, Um, and and now your sales are cut down. Um, But I'm trying to get this knowledge out anyway, and so that that's that's kind of like the unpopular, you know, opinion that I have on that. Um, Yeah. I think well, the good news
0: like, is, it, is that the exposure yeah. is mostly irrelevant as long as you play your licks well,
3: right? Oh, Doug brought it back. Brought it back. Everyone give it for Doug. I said I'll, I'll, do, I'll do. it for everybody. I, I got you. I got you for everybody.
2: <laughs> see, see scenarios like this. I've always I've always try to get people to sway their their mindset to not focus on like how it's done, but why right. it's done. Yes, why it's done. We do it to make people smile. We do it to share the magic. We do it to. You know, share the love. It's, you know, like when we, when we approach a group at a function at a wedding or whatever we're doing, the intention is to make them smile. The intention is to like, when you have the ability to change someone's mood for the whole day, you know, like that's, it's such a superpower. It is such Mm -hmm. a superpower. You know, it could be something (laughs) as primitive as like the cashier having the worst day. You don't have to show that person magic to change Mm -hmm. their day. Just because the few guys that they served prior were absolutely awful to that person If you have the ability to make that person smile, you should do so. Whether you do it with magic
3: or not is erroneous. Yeah. Now, now, the interesting thing about that, uh, that scenario that you have right there, I bet you that cashier has probably seen tutorials online, yet they've never experienced magic uh, um, in person. So that that is a perfect example of. You know, are are we thinking too much on this magic exposure thing? Um, yeah, you're having yeah. person
0: who sees this; they don't even care, right? They're gonna oh, like going right, exactly. exactly. in here, out there, and it's forgotten in five hey, scrolls hey. later.
3: And the people who take it seriously, they needed that information. Like they needed that information. So, so, so that's why. That's why I, so maybe I'm just trying to re- repurpose my brain to, to keep my own sanity, right? <laughs> I'm just trying to rationalize it to keep my own sanity from seeing all these things. Um, but yes, I in that example, what is magic, right? Um, so if someone's having a bad day. A magician comes and does something amazing for them, changes their day. Okay, so now what is magic? Is magic that trick that you did for them, or or is magic the the personal interaction that you have with that person, the something that changed their their, their day around, uh, something that made them smile, something that, um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, allowed uh, one state to morph into another state, you know? Is that the real magic? So that's where I'm at right now in, in my life, in my career, is these things that we develop as magicians, these are tricks. These are not the, like the, the uh, um, 21 card trick, the vanishing or coin. These are just tricks. That's not magic literally uh and this may be cliche it's w- whatever that person is experiencing it's not what we're experiencing we are just creating tricks we are creating the thing that um could be magical like to me however cliche this is there's so many things around that are magical that are more magic than magic right <laughs> because like we're just creating tricks to reach that level of something that is magical i there's so many things that out here that are magical that Um, it doesn't matter what kind of trick you do is how are you leaving that person? You let them, you met them in one state, you're leaving them in another state. That is what the magic is. This trick that we're doing for them is just the vehicle or the catalyst to to get them there. Uh, It could be anything. It it, it could be a kind word. That's magic because you just changed their their mind. Uh, It could be a song on the radio. That's magic. It changed their mood from this to this. Um, So what I've come to realize is that magicians create tricks in order to get that feeling, to get that um, that emotional connection or whatever that you're trying to reach. Um, these tricks are, are just things to get us there. Um, so now, I, I, me personally, I've redefined what magic is to me, and, and that, that's why I don't necessarily have to do a trick to get the magical outcome that I'm trying to reach for people. This
0: is the most important thing. And it took me so long to realize it's not the tricks and that the (laughs) person's (laughs) point of view that's perceiving the act is what it's all about. You got to put yourself in the spectator's shoes and think about what they're watching. And, you know, maybe what you like is not the best choice. And there
3: you go. It really is. However you get there (laughs) is what is what is what the magic, uh, in my opinion, should be. Um, However you get there. You know,
2: it's almost the ability to to when you 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 go you walk up to someone, you might have had intentions of performing a particular piece, but after taking a moment to say hi, how are you, and learn a little bit about them, you go, here's what they need to see, Ooh.
3: or hear, or experience uh, at the exactly. moment, exactly. Yeah. Wh- which is another. Now we're going back to consulting, right? Um, uh, whatever that uh, artist who came to you, the vision that the dream they have in their head they have this big grand dream in their head they just don't know how to get there and and, mm-hmm. and, and I feel it takes someone who is um who has experience <laughs> you know um, in this to help them realize their vision right um the, uh, like all these grand ideas that we have like sometimes they get shoved away because like oh that'd be a cool idea. If only I knew how to do it. Right. So, that, so that's when you need a consultant to actually help you to achieve that thing that you're, you're trying to achieve, because our imagination can go crazy and it can be so grand that we'll have them. We'll get that high for a second. And then we realize we can't, you know, easily get there. Then it just gets pushed into a corner. Our dreams get pushed to a corner because they're just too grand for this world that I'm living in right now. and. It takes another eye. It takes someone else sometimes to see your vision, see your dream and then help you to realize that. Um, so, yeah. And and so me to me currently, that's why I'm loving consulting way more than actually creating magic, um, creating these tricks. Uh, like I, I, I'm, I'm a dream chaser and I'm trying to help you get your dreams. And so yeah, to me, that is like the, the most magical thing. Well,
2: what I'm seeing the correlation between how magic should be done and what you do so well for a living as a consultant is that you do it selflessly.
1: You it's don't nice. do it with any
2: other intention than to gift it to someone and and to give them an experience or anything. Of you know, like it, it's 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 from the same vein where it's mm-hmm. entirely selfless. And I've just it's just so refreshing this conversation you're having with us right now because it's just such a good message to leave, like to give us all all the listeners to say to them like. It's, it's about giving. It's not about you. It's yeah, there's about- going
0: to be a few brains that listen to this and, and come away with big, fat smiles and yeah. frightened perceptions of the world.
2: You're changing yeah. people today, Marcus Fetty. You are changing people.
0: We're leading thank towards you, you. the end of this thing where we normally wind up for an hour. I'm questioning if we have other subject matter to talk about. Is there a review today? Nick, do we have something? Do we have sponsors to put a
2: spotlight on we well this is the thing friends we were going to review a product but unfortunately uh it, it we there's no stock there's no stock for this particular particular here's product, the friend. thing we're out it. of
0: time no time for a review today we'll have to pause that <laughs> review the great.
2: just so you guys were aware we had every intention of reviewing decks which is let me amazing. review
0: eddie's great trick empty which is now known as reloaded we can't wait to find it again <laughs> hold on can i uh <laughs> can we go here and get these things when they come out is this is this the place is this your site or not
3: yes it is yes it is
0: so if we keep an eye around these
3: places and things are released, <laughs> i gotta update that website oh my gosh yes. <laughs> let me get this
0: off the screen before he's embarrassed <laughs> all right well how about this maybe when you get your things done the new project, you come back on and blab about it and that would be awesome
3: yeah. would you be easy easy that's easy Um, what what, what I would like to leave people with is be okay to dream. Uh, I mean, like, like I feel, I feel like people are not dreaming enough and and then actually going for it. So, um, any those ideas that you have that, that that you know that you you've grown up with and, and they have just been you you been keeping them inside you. I think now is the time to let them go. You know, uh, you don't want to leave this earth with these ideas inside of you. Um, just try as much as you can to get them out. You, like, you don't have to make, you don't have to stop everything you're doing just to accomplish that. But if you make these little steps in order to get something closer to your dream, then. In, in your own world i feel like uh, like you would have accomplished something um so grand that not that only you would understand that and that i think is enough to fuel you uh to enjoy this world that we're living in because this world is pretty amazing so
0: thanks for listening it's time for us
2: to disappear now disappear now but we'll see you again on the next
3: episode of the magic guys